Well, hello, America and beyond the Fruited Plain. Welcome home to the Wendy Bell Radio Program. Delighted, as always, to be with you. You know, there's not a whole lot to talk about today, so it might be kind of a boring show. Not. There is. I'll tell you this. Joe Biden is great for business, isn't he? It's not like there's any shortage of things to talk about. We're going to talk about Fox. We're going to talk about Tucker. We're going to talk about Donald Trump. We're going to talk about a lot of things. On this radio broadcast today, if you're watching on the Wendy Bell Radio Network app, watching the live stream, welcome aboard. You podcasters, so happy to have you there. Wendy Bell Radio, wherever you get your favorite podcast. Lots to discuss and some heartfelt comments coming your way. Stat. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands. One nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Amen. Out of the gates, I will be brutally honest with you. I went to bed at nine o'clock. I knew I wasn't going to watch that debate. And I knew I wasn't going to watch Donald Trump with Tucker Carlson. I was tired. And after the end of a long day, it seemed to be a never-ending day. I kissed my husband goodnight, and I crawled into bed, and I did what I needed to do to try to get ready for today. And it turns out I didn't miss a whole lot. I didn't really care what any of those eight individuals on the stage last night had to say. I know who I'm voting for, and that person is Donald Trump. I know what those people say. I know what their views are. I know who they are. I know what they represent. Good, bad, ugly, and otherwise, and the two I don't care about, I don't know about, I still don't care about, and I still don't know about today, isn't going to change my vote. Because I believe in what we had, and we have seen it fall apart in a very disturbing, frightening speed. There was a big story in my neighborhood here in southwestern land before time, Pittsburgh, that involved every single police officer, SWAT officer, armored vehicle, every person in the world seemed to be just a few miles from my house. There was some kind of a situation. 
a man holed up inside with a firearm, multiple apparently from the number of shots he was firing. And it all started with folks in our community trying to serve an eviction warrant, eviction notice, if you will. Guy hadn't paid some bills for a while. And so he started firing. Now, I can't tell you I know the story about this gentleman, but I can tell you he was scared. And he put up a last stand and he put people and police in danger. And the response was nothing short of breathtaking. To say that there were dozens of people there to take down one man. Wall-to-wall news coverage of the same details again and again and again. When in the end, we all knew how it was going to play out. And officers took the man out. As I say, I can't tell you about his circumstances. I know he was in dire straits. According to some of the reports, he had gone to our mayor. He had gone to city officials. He had begged for help. What do you get when you give people money and forgive them their need to pay rent or mortgage for a period of time under the guise of a pandemic? What do you do when you break people financially, purposefully, because of your policies that create sky-high inflation? What do you get as a middle-aged man who is worried about losing the only thing he probably had in his name? A roof over his head. What do you get when you go to the city that swears they'll stand by you and work with you, only to find out that they won't answer your calls? And that man died yesterday. And it left me breathless. After watching that, I got on a phone call with a potential sponsor, a woman in Missouri who owns quite a farming operation. And we sat on the phone for half of an hour and asked her, tell me about yourself. And she told me about the plight of the farmer in America, the independent family farmer. The men and the women who have not been bought out by the conglomerates run by China. And she told me stories about how precariously close we were during COVID to having a complete food food supply chain crisis, a collapse. And I was speechless. She told me, do you know that more than nine in 10 farmers, family farmers, work side jobs to make ends meet? Farmers who work every single day of the week, they don't get weekends, they don't get holidays, they don't get vacation. They farm. And it's in the fiber of their soul. And they are being crushed. She started a business to try to pull other small farmers together to create a mail-order meat service. You've probably heard of them, and we'll introduce them in the days ahead. She told me, did you realize that the suicide rate among farmers is higher than that among veterans who at last check, I believe the number's up to 24 a day that we lose. Farmers, it's worse. And she told me the story about her dad dying when she was young, leaving her mother with six young children and a 1,500 acre farm. 
what she had to do to scramble. Ladies and gentlemen, we have real issues in this country. Those people on stage last night didn't speak to that farmer. They didn't speak to that scared, I'm sure, man holed up inside his home. Who fired his gun how many times? Can't imagine. And we live in an America now where a television news network believes that they can put the kibosh on the sharing of a presidential debate. Did you know that Fox News has said they will come after anybody who airs more than three minutes of last night's presidential Republican primary debate? They'll come after us if we air that audio or video. How dare you, you frightened, frightened network. As at the same time, Donald Trump and Tucker Carlson smashed world, U.S. history and world history numbers. 100, almost what, 70 million views of that 46-minute sit-down with those two men. 100 million of which in the first hour It is the most watched interview in history. And they want to tell you that you just don't get it, ladies and gentlemen, that this is good. What this administration is doing for you is good. Oh, my heavens, what a triumph. What a celebration. It's insulting. And hundreds of millions of us know it. So I can't get my unease in a bunch, if you know what I mean, over what Chris Christie says, or whether Asa Hutchinson believes in abortion, or whether Mike Pence, you know, how he got touched by God. I don't care. Because there is one man to fix the mess that has dragged this country down a swirling commode of darkness and his name is Donald Trump and you don't have to believe me you don't have to agree with me I'm just telling you the facts to cap it off I had two young men show up at my house yesterday to install my stove they were running late one was covered in tattoos maybe 23 100 pounds soaking wet. The other kid, 19, an apprentice with a bandana around his head. They were the most courteous, efficient, effective, helpful young men I've met in a long time. And they went the extra mile. Plumbers trying to install the gas line, doing electrical work for me as well. And at the end, when I gave them each $20, you would have thought that I'd given them 100 Thank you. No, thank you. This country was based on hard work, sacrifice, believing in the unbelievable, reaching towards things that you could only dream about in your wildest, and achieving them. And in just two and a half years, the unraveling of the tapestry of this great land, it will stop. The Patriots are aware. 
So to Fox News, you want to wave your magic wand? You want to pretend that we give a fat rip about what you talk about? I don't. I know in my heart the solution. It is one man. It is one thing. It is one course. And it is one mission to make America great again. Period. I want to read this to you. I love these. You know how I feel about testimonials. I'm 53, gained 40 pounds in four years. I get it. I was comfortable in my own, uncomfortable in my own skin. Everything hurt. I was exhausted, getting headaches. I went to my PCP. They ran the usual labs, cholesterol high, thyroid levels fine. Blood pressure, though, high. You need to lose weight, they said. No kidding. I'd been hearing ads for Body by AIM 360 for a while, started looking into the program, skeptical but desperate. So I got my labs drawn, and I went to see Dr. Dubiak. He and his staff created a plan for me and told me everything I needed to do to be successful. 60 days later, I am a new person. Down 20 pounds so far, headaches gone, energy up, skin looks great. Not a headache in seven weeks. My labs have improved. My blood pressure is back to normal. I cannot thank Dr. Dubiak and the amazing staff at Body by AIM 360 enough. That is the story. That can be your story. It is not complicated because it works. 412-227-9255. $79 blood work. What is your excuse? Bodybyaim360.com. You know, and then Fox did something really dirty after the fact, too. They prevented Don Jr. and his fiancée, ostensibly, um, Kimberly Guilfoyle, from going into the post-debate spin room. Sour grapes much that the Don's dad, the president, was squashing Fox into the ground, pulverizing Brett Bear and Martha McCallum. Don took a mic after that. We got his sound. It's important. You'll get it next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. All anybody wants is somebody to tell the truth, to be authentic, to speak from the heart. You know, I was watching the, the middle part of this standoff situation in Pittsburgh yesterday. And the reporters on the ground had gotten a couple neighbors, two women, and they spoke at different locations, different times. And they were describing the neighborhood. And while they did not know the gentleman, they, they answered a very specific question that the reporter asked them. Seeing all of this police presence, this militarized zone now that is your neighborhood because a gentleman is shooting because he doesn't want to be evicted from his house. How does this make you feel about what you're seeing? Both of them said the exact same thing. They weren't scared. They weren't angry. They weren't ranting. Nobody was crying. There was no hysteria. It was a complete slice of reality. Both women said they were sad. This is sad. This is where we are. This is sad. We don't want sad. We don't want destitute. We don't want drug addicted. We don't want unsafe. We don't want corrupt. 
We don't want lies. We don't want posers. We want authentic. And we want the pendulum to swing the other way. Fox News decides, nope. Donald Trump decided not to show up. He decided to go over with Fox or with um, Tucker. So you're not allowed, Don Jr. and Kimberly Guilfoyle. You're not allowed over here in the post-debate spin room. What a petty network. The Murdoch family showing their true uniparty colors. Don Jr. said this upon learning at the door that he was not allowed entry because his dad was a no-show. Go. Right now, trying to ban people from actually having discourse about politics. Uh, How un probably, probably shouldn't surprise any of us, uh, but that's what it is. And I've been told by others that I would be able to go in. So they said we were able to go in, then they said they weren't now that we're here. Wait, wait, saying, and the candidate that said you can't go in the spin room. They're telling me right He's now Fox, Fox won't let that. me into the spin but room. That's what the American people Fox should know. News, this sir? is the kind of They're telling they him, are. he works for security here, but they're telling him that I'm not allowed to go in there. Because the candidates that they've been boosting while simultaneously trying to cut down Trump for the last, what, two years, didn't perform as they had hoped. So they can't have someone who can maybe be a representative of my father. Just like a few weeks ago when I was canceled after the first indictment, I was scheduled to go on. And about five minutes before I'm on, I found out I'm no longer on because apparently I wouldn't be a great surrogate to talk about my father's indictment. Just so we understand what we're dealing with here. So it shouldn't surprise any of us. And it's also why... Trump was 100% right to not go to this debate. Exactly. It's beneath him. And when you know that you're walking into a setup because of exactly these kinds of circumstances, you understand exactly what's going on in mainstream media, even conservative. It's very I like to knock, I like to knock the one the side, but I got to call balls and strikes. This is no different than what we see from the Democrats. It's no different than what we're seeing from the Fulton County DA when they're trying to put a gag order on Donald Trump so he can't defend himself in court proceedings. And more importantly, to function as an intimidation tactic for anyone else who would defend him, where the DA there is then saying, hey, we're going to add you people to the indictment if you take part in this. I don't know, guys. doesn't reek of democracy. All the people that have been screaming that for the last six or so years, especially during the Trump presidency, when I believe we had a lot more freedom uh, than we do now, or certainly since this administration's taken over, are strangely quiet. But I guess we shouldn't be surprised. Fox News, <clears throat> Fox News, excuse me, America's new gatekeeper, ladies and gentlemen. Calling winners and losers. You have the right to hear anybody running for president of the United States ideas. Why would anybody ever tune into Fox News again? I hope this puts a fork in them, a knife maybe. Finally, the final blow. Do you see the true colors now? Well, if you don't... We got some sound for you coming up. And we do have Donald Trump with Tucker Carlson. All of the stuff that we thought you needed to hear if you missed it. It's all on deck next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. So we are not going to be providing you clips from Fox last night. We have one, if I'm not mistaken. One. And quite frankly, I am not. I could be just fine without it. Screw Fox News. Isn't it amazing how when the government comes down on you and the Uniparty and its many minions and the media and in technology and in medicine and in education and all of it, when they come down on you, the new businesses, the new alternative outlets that spring up that give you opportunities to get your information elsewhere. And once you start 
getting that information and you start being more of an alert and active participant in all of this, you look back on what you believed or what you just didn't question before and you look at it differently. Do you really think that them asking any of the candidates, what they asked Chris Christie about UFOs, you know what? How stupid, how predictably stupid asking about global warming and climate change. Suck it. Suck it. People are worried about staying in their homes and affording food. And that's what your focus is? You out of touch, beltway bubble hacks? So listen to the one clip we're going to pull and play for you today from last night. This is the question of the night. Vivek, Vivek, excuse me, Ramaswamy, is going to respond to this question that is asked of all nine presidential hopefuls. He's going to respond immediately, enthusiastically by putting his hand up in the air. Two people will not raise their hand. Chris Christie and Ava Hutchinson, if I'm not mistaken. Ada, Ava, whatever his name is. <laughs> I think Chris Christie actually at the end like put it up he looks, really. He looks around to see what the consensus is of everybody else and then sheepishly, look, Americans just want to be told the truth. They want authentic and you aren't. Here's the question and then you'll understand the answer. Go. You all signed a pledge to support the eventual Republican nominee. If former President Trump is convicted in a court of law, would you still support him as your party's choice? Please raise your hand if you would. President Trump, I believe, was the best president of the 21st century. It's a fact. And Chris Christie, Honest to God, your claim that Donald Trump is motivated by vengeance and grievance would be a lot more credible if your entire campaign were not based on vengeance and grievance against one man. And if people at home want to see a bunch of people blindly bashing Donald Trump without an iota of vision for this country, they could just change the channel to MSNBC right now. But I'm not running for president of MSNBC. I am running for president of the United States. We're skating on thin ice and we cannot set a precedent where the party in power uses police force to indict its political opponents. It is wrong. We have to end the weaponization of justice in this country. 30 seconds, Governor DeSantis. You make me laugh because you sit, you, sit, you sit here in an answer. You sit here in an answer. Right? You sit here and answer. Go ahead. Ooh. You know, usually you don't get conservatives or Republicans in a room and get raucous responses to things. You want to tell me that people aren't awake? They can't sniff out the BS the same way an animal can tell if somebody is, is a trustworthy person. Has your dog ever done that? You see them behave oddly with certain people. They know. We know. We see it. We feel it. We bleed it. It's not up for debate. 
So that was just one small example. I don't think I missed a whole lot. Brock told me I didn't miss a whole lot, and I'm not that I'm not that worried that I didn't hear it. No, you didn't. It, it was typical. They all had their talking points. Uh, I, I texted you this morning that, you know, Tim Scott, poor kid, mo- mother, single mother. He is the American dream. He must have said that at least three times. Uh, Ron DeSantis pretended to be uh, Donald Trump light. Chris Christie, Asa Hutchinson, Mike Pence. And then you have Nikki Haley. You know what? I, I don't care that you're a woman. I don't care that you were an ambassador. I don't care that you were a former governor, whatever. You can't play the woman card and say it's time that we do this and then try to be badass at the same time. It just it, there's a lack of there's a lack of vision there. People don't care about you. They want to hear you care about them. People don't care about you, candidates. They want you to care about them. This was outrageous. Fox News slammed over insane restrictions for covering presidential debate. Totally crazy. So I want to play this sound for you. I love Ben Shapiro. I think he's fantastic. He, he's all the Daily Wire. If you're not on the Daily Wire and you don't follow his podcast, he's outstanding. He says this, and I want you to hear it in his own words, because you could tell he was like, what are you doing? You're going to put the 86 on a huge swath of Americans being aware of what happened last night when the candidates for president of the United States were supposed to get together on stage on live television and hash it out, chew over some of the biggest issues facing the American people today. And Fox News wants to take its ball and go home. They say it's their sandbox, their rules. You're not allowed to play. You're not allowed to play their video or their audio. How dare you, you sniveling losers. I wonder how the Murdochs feel. Because they went head to head. Actually, Tucker and Trump went head to head and obliterate. It was an annihilation from the word go. Here's Ben Shapiro calling the spade the spade. Outrageous limitations by Fox News. Go. So Fox News actually sent out, believe it or not, a debate guide for the media to cover this thing. They're out of their minds. They're out of their minds. I got to point this out. Okay, so here is what they say. This is nuts. Okay, they say that during the seven-day period described during the debate below, during the the time below, meaning seven days from the date of the debate and on, no media outlet can air more than a total of three minutes of excerpts from the debate in any one program, including video and audio. They're out of their minds. That's totally crazy. They're treating this like a football game or like a baseball game, which is nuts. Okay, that's nuts. This is newsworthy material involving the presidential candidates, the people who are going to represent you at the top levels of American government, And Fox News is saying that you're not allowed to hear from them unless you watch the debate live or unless you're watching Fox News. That's totally crazy. That's totally crazy. It means that when people like me recap the debate and explain to you what happened in the debate last night, Fox News is now threatening to sue people like me if I play you four minutes of the debate tomorrow, despite the fact that my show would bring them an extraordinary number of people who are who are viewers and listeners to them to take a look at their next debate. Like, how the hell is anybody supposed to actually figure out what happened in the debate unless they watched the thing live? I understand they're now trying to telescope all viewership on Fox News to the debate itself, but good luck with this. I mean, just really. 
Ridiculous, ridiculous stuff. Ridiculous, ridiculous stuff. I cannot concur anymore. And it's also come out in the hours since that debate that Fox News issued an edict, company-wide edict, particularly aimed at its on-air staff. Thou shalt not utter the name Tucker. Not allowed to talk about. They are not allowed on a television network to discuss arguably one of the biggest stories in America today, which is that nearly 170 million people before I even got up this morning at 3 a.m., the most in history to watch or listen to an interview tuned in to see Donald Trump sit down with Tucker Carlson. And Tucker Carlson is going to ask questions that are substantive. They are necessary. They are edgy. And you will hear them, all of them, coming up in the next segment. You're not allowed to say that. You're not allowed to do that. Meanwhile, later today, Donald Trump is going to be surrendering in Fulton County, Georgia, whatever that means. Democrats there are giddy over the prospect of seeing Donald Trump in a mugshot, which is going to happen. Rudy Giuliani, Sidney Powell, Jenna Ellis, and a bunch of of lawyers you've never heard of accused of doing something so ludicrous as Democrats try to tell you that this is really, this, this America today, it's something else. This administration has been able to accomplish more than any other in its history. We could say you have. You've managed to ruin the American dream. For so many people. And let, not, let us not forget what, what Donald Trump is up against. And we're going to go into more detail ahead. Is this the kind of heavy-handed government overreach we want to see in America? Of course not. These charges against him in this fourth indictment insane, criminalizing standard election challenges. But beyond that, They want to break, financially bankrupt, make emotionally destitute, do what they did to that man who holed himself up in a house because they were trying to evict him from probably the only thing that he had in his world, and it was a roof over his head. To corner and to push to the brink anybody who dares to get into their way. These charges criminalize standard election challenges. Don't you dare. Racketeering, conspiracy, making false statements. Ladies and gentlemen saying, I believe that election was rigged. They want to criminalize. You're not allowed to say that. $200,000 bond. And now they want to put these strict speech requirements on Donald Trump. Can't tweet about it. Can't talk about it. Can't talk to your wife about it. The only person you can talk to is your attorney. This punitive bond seeking to control Trump's behavior even before he steps into the courtroom. What happened to due process? 
What happened to our presumption of innocence? Well, if you're conservative, if you vote Republican, if you consider yourself MAGA, you have no presumption of innocence because you're the problem. It's just absolutely ridiculous. Ben Shapiro is correct. You know, when you hear somebody say, completely turned my life around, completely saved my son's life, brought our family back together, helped me get through the darkness. This is what people feel when they get concussed or when they suffer a traumatic brain injury. But the Simcovich Concussion Institute offers the help and the healing to get on with your life, to heal from an injury, no matter how it suffered. And sometimes all you need is that is that light at the end of the tunnel to know that you're on your way to getting it. 412-366-3700. What Dr. Simkovich does is revolutionary, and he's helped more than 10,000 people get back into their lives. SimkovichConcussionInstitute.com. SimkovichConcussionInstitute.com. I believe in these people, and you can too. All right, so meanwhile, as all of this is going on, as the, the political persecution of Donald Trump and 18 other people continues in Fulton County, Georgia, as Fox takes its ball and does a Lucy to Charlie Brown, right? What's Joe Biden doing? Well, it is his, what, 378th day of vacation, 40% of his presidency. Fox actually had to say something about it yesterday. Kind of funny. It is a clip I will play, and then that's it today. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. So we have a number now out of Maui, and it could go as high as 1,100 dead. And you'll notice nobody is talking about the sheer number of children who will be a part of that number for a reason. We have a horror, the likes of which I don't think any of us could fathom, and quite frankly, I don't know if I would ever want to. I could not let my mind go there because I probably would never sleep again. We have that going on. We have every single issue in our cities. I just read something in San Francisco, the fentanyl crisis. Last month alone, of the 71 murders or deaths that this one particular coroner was investigating or examining, 67 of them were because of fentanyl, right? You're not supposed to question those strange cloud formations or those weird streaks in the sky. You're not supposed to question why is it that so many trains derail and spill such noxic, nox, noxious, toxic chemicals? Why is nobody talking about that? What happened to all of our food processing plants? Why did they go up in flames? 100 of these facilities across America just last year. You're not supposed to talk about that. When an election happens and you know it's bogus and you know things are wrong and you ask questions about it, you can, you can be criminally prosecuted. That's the United States of America today? Hell no. So meanwhile, while all of this is going on, while people are in true crisis, that has been planned and purposeful and premeditated and calculated and scripted. Joe Biden and his family enjoy whatever it is they're doing in, in Lake Tahoe. Let's, let's listen to Sandra Smith. She's getting a, uh, 
She's getting a do-do-do-do-do from the White House. We're, we're just getting this word in. She's in, a, in one of those split screens with some reporter guy, ostensibly, who's supposed to be covering the White House. And she just gets this memo. Oh, well, let's break in now. Let's hear what's going on. What's Joe Biden doing while the entire United States is being burned to hell on purpose? Go. Also, this just into us from the White House. The president, the first lady and members of their family are taking a Pilates class right now, followed by a spin class. Um, This is out of the White House. Um, So we're watching for any of that. No pictures as of now. Now, I can't tell. I can tell sort of. That she says we're waiting for she's saying that in somewhat tongue in cheek form. But they are absolutely Uniparty people, I have no doubt these rules last night, this heavy handed garbage keeping Donald Trump Jr. out of the spin room after the debate, this memo to Fox News employees forbidding anyone from mentioning the name Tucker like Lord Voldemort. Really? And we've got a president alleged, ma-alleged, Who's taking spin classes and Pilates? Huh. This is why I say to you every single day when I'm frustrated that I have no idea what's going to come out of my mouth because it's all in there. They're evil, their plan, their fraud, the vaccines, the lockdowns that are going to come back, the prices, the lies, the media spin, the propaganda, letting China rule our country and buy up our farmland, stealing our intellectual secrets, flirting with nuclear war, dealing with Ukraine and giving them billions of dollars when people here in America are hurting When you've got farmers killing themselves more frequently than people in our military who come back and feel like their government crapped all over them. And Joe Biden is taking a a Pilates class. It can leave you numb. It can leave you numb. And I understand. Because I feel it too. Coming up. That Tucker and Trump sit down. History making. Good for them. Was this some fancy pre-produced thing? Did they need a lot of bells and whistles? Was there makeup and hair and lighting and a wind machine? No, it's two dudes that the people who are dark and evil and who suck want to cancel. Who have emerged from all their attacks. Victorious. And it's fantastic. And I've got it all for you. Next, hour two of the Wendy Bell Radio Program. Don't go anywhere.